0: Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Rife Martin CPA. Today, along with Allison Rife Martin, Philip talks about business risk. And now, here's Philip.
1: We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple, talking with Allison Rife Martin, CPA. What's going on, Allison?
0: Well,
2: let me see. Considering I'm just about to dive into my turkey, and last week we were talking about a crawfish, crawfish turkey boil. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm actually trying to figure out how I can spice up my turkey a little bit better because, <laughs> like you said, it's a little too early. Maybe next year's our good year to try a turkey boil. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just thinking, can I get my business or can I get my Thanksgiving dinner ready? I've planned ahead and hopefully I'm going to have the perfect one.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping. As long as as you have people you love around the table, it's perfect. (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly. So, which I guess makes me think, because we're thinking about planning for the great meal we're going to have How can we plan ahead for our business that we own so that again, we are fully prepared for any, uh, risks to make, uh, to our goal of exiting our business successfully? Because sometimes you sit there and think when you make a turkey, you can cook it too long and it turns out dry Mm -hmm. or uh, the stove doesn't work or, Mm -hmm. you know, you forgot to buy that one thing to make, to actually just make the turkey like the pan.
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> right. You know?
2: So I I thought today would be a great day to talk about the five business risks that uh you as a business owner need to be starting to think of for the long term so that you're fully prepared again to exit with the exit your business at the value you want. Um, and again you're fully prepared. So I thought we'd talk about the five D's. Let's of talk about business the, risk. Let's which talk about are the first divorce disagreement with my other shareholders or or partners disability distress and death mm, those are some big and ones yeah all are not fun topics but ones that if we don't what is it if you fail to pl- if you fail to plan you fail to plan is that the right cliche uh, let me if you, see if I you, don't know what it is if, but you, if you, you plan to plan
1: if you fail these things can yeah look if you plan you live what, what, what yes. was saying? if you fool me you fool me <laughs>
2: We could we could do a whole me, b- yeah. <laughs> we could do a whole bunch of mishmash of cliches, <laughs> but but these are these are unfortunate things that can happen, and if you're not prepared for them, again your business can really suffer. So if we talk about divorce, and again nobody wants to get divorced, but it can happen for a whole host of reasons. Um, w- you know, you can sit there and think if we live in a community property state. Um, you know, and say my spouse and I get divorced, Uh, did they get half my business? And I don't want them to. (laughs) What do I need to do to plan for that? And one thing I forgot to say when we were talking about this, uh, I want to caveat all this by saying I'm not an attorney. So make sure that, you know, when you're thinking about these things, uh, always talk with an attorney to get the professional and legal advice to make sure that you're doing everything appropriate say like for example in a community property state you want to make sure that you know should you do a prenup if you own a business if you start the business and you both end up getting divorced who gets it what happens is there something to help compensate the other spouse for the value that was generated during the time that you both were married and you grew the business to a billion dollars kind of a thing um Think about the tax implications for you and your former spouse if you're getting divorced and you own a business, and you have to, and you know, the divorce decree says you have to sell the business, or you have to sell half of your business to your spouse, or whatever the agreements are. What are the overall tax implications for this, and how can you make sure that you're fully covered so that again, it ends up you get you get to keep what you want when you want and why you want. But your spouse has equal, you know, compensation as well for it too. Um, make sure when you're starting your business that you have the appropriate documents in place that again address these things. This is why it's really important to work with an attorney on these things because again, I know what documents you might want to work with, but an attorney will certainly be able to tell you better. So just make sure that you're working with an attorney for all of these kind of options to consider so that your, you and your spouse are fully covered in the event of divorce.
1: And, and like you said at the beginning of of the other podcast, with at, at the end, right, a lot of this is just no surprises, right? Because I know, I, f- I feel like most divorces that I've witnessed have been a surprise, at least to me. It's probably, it's probably not a surprise to one spouse, but a surprise to the other, right? And so, like, this just helps you... uh In that instance, not having any surprises because it's not just you; it affects. It's going to affect shareholders, uh, clients, employees. Employees,
2: Just be able being able to provide service and just you know sit there and think. We all know that you know everyone attempts to make divorce friendly, and it's an unfortunate thing. But a lot of times, emotions get in the way, and you don't. And you want to take the emotion out of it by saying, "Well, here's what we both agreed to. Here's the document," or you know, yeah, we agreed to this originally, but we didn't agree. But things have changed, and now we're, I'm willing to do this or whatever it is. But again, make sure you have a good attorney
1: mm-hmm. when
2: you're talking to around these kind of a things, and a CPA who can help you consider the tax implications to each and every one of these decisions that you're making as you go through the pain of divorce.
1: Sounds good. Yeah, but but yes, but do this before divorce because. Yes. Uh, Big big thing I talk about is you're just not going to make good decisions when you're in a negative emotional state. Not the best decision.
2: Exactly. (laughs) And you want to make sure that, yeah, right. But I just want to make sure that you're making the decision, thinking ahead and you can't plan for everything, but plan in ahead for the majority of what you need or, and a good team and having a good team in place. will help you do that. Um, the next item or next business risk would be partner disagreement. So let's say I am in a partnership with my business. And uh, again, we get to somewhere where I want to run the business one way and the uh, partner, other partner says, uh, nope, don't want to do that. I want to do something different. And um, someone is going to be hurt by the decision, it, whether financially Make sure that you've got things in place. You know, the the get documentations in place, documents in place to clearly define who's in charge of what, to make sure that you regularly review the financials together uh, and your various operating procedures together so that you both feel like you're working in a company together with the goal of, you know, a proper and good exit at whatever time you all agree upon. And so if you start with the right, you know, agreement for roles and you know whatever um handle issues, uh, you know, then regularly revisit them. Make sure that you both still agree that like I'm in charge of sales and the other person's in charge of, you know, operations. Are we still happy with that? Do we need to bring on, you know, do we need to bring in more employees? Um, but if you address these things up front and you try to keep the emotion out of it. It'll help make sure that you can have these resolved again, so that you can continue to grow the business in the way you want, or you can have a, a good a good exit when you both are ready to do that.
1: What, what what do you think about for those first two topics, the, so, the divorce and disagreement? What what, what what do you think about uh, uh, inviting your spouse and or partner in both situations out to a spa day at a maybe like yoga meditation, and then you bring up the idea at the end of that, and then you say, all right, now now when we do the planning, we're not going to do any planning until after the next yoga, You know, yoga meditation or sauna session, right? So we're going to invite our attorneys over. We're going to do it afterwards when everybody's of clear mind and harmony. That would be a pretty good idea, right? What do you think?
2: Oh, I think that's a great Actually, I think that's a great idea. Yes. And just make sure, because that would get... Rid of any, hopefully, get resentment. rid of all the negativity you're feeling, and you're more willing to be open minded about, you know, how to resolve whatever the problem is, you know, a divorce or disagreement. Because you just sit there and think partnerships and divorce and uh, marriage are really the same thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, different, but you know, you're in it for the same reasons. Together, you want to build this great business. Together, you want to build this great marriage. Sometimes they just don't work out.
1: Well, and, 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 but you
2: need to be prepared so that you're thinking of the emotional operations and then the tax implications as well.
1: Absolutely. What's so, the next D?
2: Here's why you want to have a, a great team in place. <laughs> so the next D is disability. Meaning, I, uh, <clears throat> let's say I get injured in a car accident and it impacts my ability to work. Well, my customers... Sure, they'll be sympathetic for a bit, but not really (laughs) because they want their tax return or they want their, I mean, and and I don't want to, I don't want to make this sound like they're not sympathetic. Of course they are, but in the end, they want their service or their product. You have to be able to fulfill it. So when you're starting out in a business, you have to be prepared for the fact that something may happen. And again, divorce, disagreement, disability. Mm Do you have the right team in place to help you while you're out? Do you have, uh, you know, the right procedures in place to fulfill, you know, your commitments to your customers? Do you have disability insurance for you personally to cover the loss of income while you're not able to work? What do you have in place? How do you know what you need? Uh, I would say here's, again, a strong team will be helpful to make sure that you can have those items covered. Because again, you know, disabilities it's unexpected but you need to plan for the unexpected and by that who can help you who can back you up while you're out you know mm-hmm. solopreneurs i think have that as a big thing to consider so really you want to make sure you've got somebody as this you know in place to step in and help you out should something happen to you absolutely so the other thing, uh, last two topics, and we'll kind of go through these kind of quickly, distress, as in financial distress, like your business is not making a profit. You don't have the cash to cover payroll. You don't have whatever it is you don't have. And maybe in the end, you have to, you know, what options do you need to consider? The three easy ways to take care of this is make sure you communicate well and quickly that you have procedures in place and that you create team be it your employees, be it your CPA, financial planner, estate attorney, tax attorney, whomever, who can help you work with lenders, help you secure finan- you know, working capital loans maybe or whatever it is you need to do, but make sure you have a strong team. And then the last topic is uh, death. And mm. like it or not, we're all going to die someday. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, and so it's important I mean that's that's the the thing about life. We're all at some point. Uh, we're all going to be, you know, pushing dandelions someday when we're all, you know, passed to the great beyond. And it is unfair to your team, your family, your wife, your husband, your children, um, anybody involved in your business to not plan for your future. So again. This goes back to when you start with the exit in mind. and again that's hard, I get it. but you start with the exit in mind. you've got documents in place for what's going to happen when you pass away. Who's going to take over for you? Do you have the right team in place for, from? Do you need do you have the right employees in the right seats? Are you uh, <clears throat> do you have the right way, you know, customers that you're serving uh, upon your passing away? can somebody, um, step in and take over for you or let's say one of your you know say your spouse dies or your children die well you're going to have you're going to be obviously very caught up in the grief of going through the process of you know the passing away who can step in while you're out as you're trying to take care of that make sure you've got the right people in place to help you and, and this is why it's important to really like work closely with your advisor exit planning advisor team to make sure that they're helping you to think about things like this so with that said this was kind of a sad topic um but uh, yeah I, I
1: guess i, I think the, it's I important guess, to
2: think about especially trying to talk about 24 or so
1: i was gonna say i get the, the planner in me actually i found freedom in it i was like no nah, you know uh yeah i find freedom in being able to have all you know you can't plan for everything but to, to, to do your best to have peace of mind to knowing that in the situations you can at least imagine that you have things in place so that if it was in place, that's not a, a additional stress, you know, like, like the, the, you know, if, you know, you know, hey, if I die, my family is good financially, right? My employees are good financially. Right. If I become disabled, right? right? If I become divorced or me and partner, you know, I'm like, oh, cool. Like we got things in place,
2: and then you can focus on the emotions of and the grief that comes with all five of these items, because all of them involve loss. So you want to make sure that you're fully prepared so that you are in a good place to deal with the loss as it happens.
1: So next investment you and I are going to make is so that's office it. space next to a yoga and meditation retreat that we also own let's do that.
2: Exactly. I was going to say, you know, meditation does wonders for the soul. So
1: (laughs) absolutely. We'll let everybody know how they can reach you if they're interested in doing that deep dive.
2: So you can reach me at my website, rifemartincpa.com, or you can email me at info at rifemartinaccounting.com. And I really just love talking about this stuff. Because, again, you know, I love just forward thinking, planning ahead so that, again, there's no surprises. And this is a great way to do it.
1: Awesome. Thank, thanks, Allison.
2: Have a great day.
0: Philip Washington, Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.